Thank you all again for tuning in to Film Study, an all-American podcast. I am Lexi, and again, here I am talking with Naya, and we're talking about Olivia Baker and her character development, and, and specifically sort of her relationship with Laura, and really, really the Baker women as a whole. We're talking about the Baker women as a whole in this episode, uh, but we get a little bit more into Olivia's character development in season three and, and where we both see her right now. So I hope you enjoy. So what are your thoughts on where Olivia Baker is? So getting sort of getting these two seasons of her development again, like we've mentioned of her sort of, you know, fumbling the bag, like, but mm-hmm. all being a wallflower, but all distancing herself a little bit, but also still very much showing up for people, right? Showing up for Layla, showing up for her family, showing up for Asher, showing up for Spencer. I don't know. There's There's been so many things on Twitter lately that's just like anytime Spencer is mentioned like negatively, she like just goes off on people and she's like, yes. what are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you talking about my man? No. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. That's so, anyway, funny to see. Yes. It's so hilarious to like go back and watch all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so she had this this development and we were we were rooting for her and now in season three, she is the girl, you know, who broke Spencer's heart. Oh God. Oh my gosh. And Which <laughs> Uh, again, I have a I have a difference of opinion on that one. I'm oh my like, god, we definitely have to talk about it. Just like, <laughs> like just her movements in terms of like Spolivia is just wild to me. Like after seeing, obviously we've seen episode seven, and it's mm-hmm. so crazy. You start watching watching the season, and just immediately with episode one, you're like, holy crap, this is crazy. What is going on? Like these two, their dynamic who- completely changed. Yeah, completely changed. And it was a shock because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't think anybody was expecting that to see no. how much. And you could obviously tell that something major had happened over the mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, these two people who have always been, I think, a, a solid force in each other's lives. And they've always had that friendship to rely on. You, you know, start watching see, um, episode one of season three and you're like, wait a minute, these two people couldn't be on farther planets and we don't even understand why. So then as the season progresses, you're like, what the hell happened between yes. these two theories? And you, you, you know, think you know what happened and then you see episode you find seven. Out and you're and like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, and it's triggering as hell. Like episode seven is so triggering. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Just like the, the last three minutes, which you know what the writers are so (laughs) i've said it once i'll say it again in season in in season 3a we were living and surviving in them last 10 minutes of the show because it would be like you know things weren't happening we weren't finding out stuff and then them 10 that that 850 hit but not even that like it would be like the last three minutes yeah. and you're like how does all of it it's like do 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 for like the remain like like, like half of the episode and then for it 35 to, like, the minutes last, of the show and then right. and then you get to like the last three minutes and you're like whoa 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 wait 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 let me rewind did i miss something did i miss the yeah. build-up it was insane how episode crazy. seven happened i was not prepared no. i was like was the whole like- episode you're like waiting okay when are we gonna see what happened when are we gonna see what happened and i think that's the kicker that's how they get us the writers they wrote that episode amazingly because it was like we know that they're gonna be thinking about and want to know what happened with Bolivia, but they're not gonna get it until we want to give it to them and yes. then the last three minutes is like holy crap this all happened in three minutes of the like the last 
three minutes of the episode yeah. and you're still trying to catch your breath by like the next episode coming out mm-hmm. the next week it's insane but yeah getting the context of what happened in episode seven you look back at everything and you're like olivia what were you doing olivia why fault. what was, was the sick. reason and cardi b <laughs> insert cardi b's what was the reason like it was just emotional terrorism <laughs> someone said that today i was just like i don't know if i would call it emotional terrorism i I don't know girl i think (laughs) it was emotional terrorism (laughs) because she put us through some unnecessary like her getting back with asher was really unnecessary but she 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 left for asher she left for asher though and layla yeah but see now and 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 shout out to erica vane i think we i think that she 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 there was a part of her there there were several reasons i think that she left but one of the reasons i think was true truly for what she said is that she thought it was a selfish decision for her even though all of these other things could be true about she doesn't choose happiness and all of these things yeah Uh, i i i do like I, I think it definitely did play a role but I don't think it was as big of a role as she wanted to make it seem or as we mm. wanted to believe I think yeah. at the end of the day you know Spencer and Layla were not together and Asher and Olivia were hanging like I I forgot that they like were technically on a break but not really on the break to me I thought they were broken up too but I guess like if you want to say okay Layla and Asher because we care about these people and it is complicated and messy in a way okay I I can see that and I'm not saying that it didn't play a factor but I Mm -hmm. think it wasn't the biggest factor I think that was an easy thing to kind of hide into um as Olivia and even like after that like okay you had some time you took yourself to Mexico and obviously that didn't happen the way you wanted it to and you came (laughs) back home and (laughs) you know um you had time to like you know still talk to Spencer and and figure it out and I mean obviously we see that she was not in a good space like during the whole summer but specifically towards the end of the summer that's when it started to really ramp up um with the drinking but like you know you really were avoiding Spencer at all costs and then when he literally takes it has to be like three buses from Crenshaw to Beverly she didn't know that she did not know that (laughs) I know but I'm just saying like you didn't even tell this man that you were doing this you haven't spoken to him Mm -hmm. and then the first time he sees you is at you know obviously the mural um painting thing in episode one at Beverly and you just don't want to talk about this at all and it's like like, you got some explaining to do right Spencer's like checking like trying to check you like well not like check check you but like coming to come see you see see about you like Crenshaw to Beverly we know that's a ride that's a trip dragging Chris through the heat to come see you because he really like was really trying to see you I think really trying to connect and you just shut him down at all costs and so I'm not saying that what Spencer did after was right with getting back into a relationship with Layla but I kind of feel like the man was like damn I mean she really just doesn't feel the same way so she really put Spencer through some stuff That's so funny you think he felt that I I just have a different perspective on the way that Spencer was was acting okay go ahead go I want to hear it <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I just released me and Manda did an episode on this and yes. what Olivia knows about Spencer's love mm-hmm. and 
it, it's interesting though because with, specifically with him coming we, we know that he's in love with her right they're mm-hmm. they're in love with each other we know that and we see like we saw him interact with a the therapist and talking about her we saw him taking those three buses but it's just like does it really does olivia really think that is you know from what she's seen um and so it's really interesting specifically with him taking the buses to go to be there for her black lives matter painting because it's just like for both of them communication works two ways two ways and y'all haven't mm-hmm. spoken in that two is and true. a half yeah, weeks he did say that and this mm-hmm. is the Spencer James who called Kia the, the night after. But you know what? That's what, and I think um, someone, I think it was Eric, like, I'm going to be referencing Erica Bain. Yeah, do it, this because, Does worry me happen every day. Yes, she's just amazing, like with her perspectives. And I think she said that Spencer coming to the mural painting was really a delayed reaction. Like it was a delayed chase, like in terms of, you know no seriously like it was a no i know i know i just yeah. specifically yeah. just getting this me from 3a specifically for <laughs> 3A. you know it was just like a delayed reaction like oh, yeah. of okay it's been some time you know i wanted to give her her space and so let me really like show up for her and and maybe we can have this conversation maybe not but i just want to see her mm-hmm. and that him really going to the mural painting was definitely i think delayed like a delayed reaction of okay yeah you know let me go see about her mm-hmm. um and i think you know I, I think that's what it was you know i think spencer oh, sure. really you know was trying he didn't to know get back he didn't know it. how to he didn't know whether he was no. coming or going Live right it was like time. he was trying to regain some some kind of stability it's yeah. like okay well you know i need her in my life you know like even if it's not like uh romantic like you know I still like need her in my Mm -hmm. I can't function really without her in my world so I'm gonna go see her because that's what I do and that's what we usually do I think he was just trying I think in that whole episode of episode one of season three he was trying to get some form of stability some form of what it was you know Mm -hmm. I think Layla with Olivia he was just trying to find a place of you know normalcy again yeah and you know he obviously made some missteps but you know i just think that's what i think did. for me what spencer was thinking and how he was yeah. navigating in that episode specifically. yeah yeah whereas again olivia was you know doing what she does best lying and hiding and running child and running like a track star <laughs> okay running. Running she's, a for the she's a track star certified certified okay <laughs> She's joining the track team at, what is it, Brinkston? <laughs> yes, at Brinkston. Yeah, right next to Samoa. Samoa's going to be on the tennis team. She needs to be, like, you know, you know, jumping hurdles and stuff. Because yeah. the way Olivia has ducked and dodged every single issue, confrontation, yeah. you know. Oh, Lord, yeah, we love her, but it's been a it lot was, of It that. was really, <laughs> it was really, really heightened this this season. It was, it, it was interesting to watch because, you know, you saw... Yeah, her, her mother, right? When her mom, when Laura suspected that she was she was using again, you saw her sort of like wanting wanting to admit, but then not really admitting it either. And you were just like, what is going on with you, sis? Like- right, exactly. And that's the thing. It was like, um, after that episode, I think it was episode five, at the end of episode five, I was like, okay, you know, I, we didn't see her pour out her water bottle but you know it was like okay well, we thought that she was me. like 
Right. The assumption for me was like, okay, that really woke your ass up. The fact yes. that your mom almost caught you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, that's just me. Like trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. That's like a, you know, just a internal thing, you know, just like the go-to cause you love her yeah. so much. Yeah. And, um, episode six, we didn't see any of her, like we didn't see the water bottle. We didn't see any traces. So it was like, it was easy to forget with everything that was going on that no, this is still like an issue or not. And then obviously we see episode eight at the end of episode eight. And we're like, oh, ah, you ain't got- Yeah, yeah. Episode eight, not even at the end of episode eight, but just because we saw her drinking out the bottle again. It was like, yeah, you didn't fix anything about this situation. You did not do anything to stop drinking. So yeah. If there was ever a, an episode where it was just like, are we getting normal live back? That was the Captain episode. Yeah, right? Yeah, and exactly. Then, and then eight That's came it. and they were like, no. No. The writers are like, yeah, we're going to give you, we're going to like lure you into a false we're gonna all the way, but she was digging through a trash can in nine. Episode nine though, like hands down, one of my, and I've been very vocal about this, one of my favorite episodes of just this this show and then just like probably one of my episodes that I've seen like in any kind of TV show like just yeah. the way it was written Samantha Logan killed it just yeah, she did. every Daniel Ezra always kills it but it was mm-hmm. just like the the episode was just amazingly written from beginning to end and it took you through everything all the 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 ups and downs of just addiction and then just olivia it was just um, like one of my favorite episodes ever but yeah it was like that was at her it was a lot i'm tired i'm tired it was a lot but it was like like seeing the episode i was i was ready for it Mm -hmm. but obviously wasn't ready for it how emotional it was going to be because i was in tears um but i was like this is needed like needed to get to this point with olivia and I appreciate them going there because it was like, if it's going to burn up in flames, then it needs to just do it this way because mm-hmm. she's got to get it together. She yeah. has to get help. So yeah, I mean, it was hard to watch, but you know, obviously it was the best thing for Olivia and then moving forward, we're obviously seeing her in the you know beginning stages of getting back on the wagon. And I, I think it can only go up for her, mm-hmm. but obviously it's not going to be without its struggles. Yeah. But as we've seen, you know, with this latest yeah. episode, which we've been talking a lot about. Yeah, I know I have been on Erica Vane's videos because it's just been like really, you know, interesting, heated, like discussions just based on the last episode, episode 11, which yeah. also was a really good episode. Yeah, we just have not gotten breaks with Liv. We're just like, okay, episode no. six, she's, she's sort of back to normal. Episode seven, it's a flashback, so it doesn't really count in this timeline. Mm. And then it was just like eight and nine were just... A roller coaster 10 you're just like all right all right she's she's on the rise she's on the rise and then 11 yeah 11 it's like all right like yeah she's I'm really rooting for you and also uh, why why are the writers just let her be happy just let her live, have an episode where she's happy uh but what do you where do you where do you see that going since she has released that released the footage we know that Okay, so I have been very vocal about the fact that I don't have a problem with mm-hmm. Olivia releasing the body cam footage and yeah. even doing it the way that she did, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I think, you know, there's been a lot of difference of opinion of sort of, she shouldn't have done it that way and she made a rash decision and, you know, obviously it's going to put her mom's job and, 
you know, the relationship with her mother in jeopardy. And it's definitely going to have major repercussions, which I'm not naive to, you know, Mm -hmm. but me personally, I don't have a problem with it because I just think that sometimes you just, you know, especially with something like this, with police brutality and, you know, this has plagued us as black people as a community for so long and it's just been so like it's been so much of a pattern and you're just utterly exhausted by it as black people like I think that and then obviously with Olivia it, it you know her realizing her privilege and how that played into her situation with the cops yeah. and sort of how that related to Tamika's situation Tamika Pratt you know the the character in the show yeah. um and you know, sort of her stepping into her blackness a little bit more um, <laughs> and realizing her own privilege and how that has impacted her blackness and her navigating through the world. I just think a combination of that. And then I don't know if you read the interview with um, the showrunner, yes. MK, yes. recently, um, yeah. her, which really stood out to me was the one line where she says, like, to Olivia, her standing by and doing nothing was more harmful, you know, more harmful to her sobriety. And I think that's a, an important thing to note because I think, you know, it's quick for, I think, all of us to be like, okay, well, this could be a red flag because this could be her, you know, once again, jumping into someone else's issue, trying to fix it and, mm. you know, to, to not deal with her own issues. Yeah. Um, but for me, I don't really see it that way. I think it could be a red flag mm. for sure. Um, and I don't think that, you know, just because Olivia has gotten back on the wagon, you know, recently, that means that everything's all good and she's all fixed. Obviously, mm-hmm. addiction and sobriety is a day by day kind of thing. And she's definitely not going to, to have all the answers and make all the right decisions moving forward. Mm-hmm. But in terms of this, I feel like it was the only thing she could really do, like the survivor's guilt was crippling and really yeah. I think going to damage her sobriety and her more if she hadn't have done things that way. Um, then, you know, if she just didn't do anything, you know what I mean? So I feel like for Olivia, for me, I feel like this really, I feel like for me is her awakening in a way. I I feel like it's different than before where it was like, okay, we felt like Olivia was in a somewhat good place, maybe towards the end of season one and maybe, you know, in season two as well. But I think right now I feel like Olivia is I don't know I feel like she's waking up in a way and kind of stepping more into her power I think we're starting to see the beginnings of that because I mean even if we we saw in the trailer preview for the next episode she's like yeah I did did it it. I did it and what looking for someone you looking for me (laughs) right come see me if you want the smoke come and see me I will take all of the smoke all of the smoke and we see yeah. her really you know obviously we saw her take accountability you know um in episode nine with Spencer and sort of the position that she put him in and obviously that trickles into episode 11 and sort of her realizing you know the situation with me and Tamika you know is it, it the only difference between me and Tamika is that she pulled over she had the good enough sense to, you know, stop driving. And I kept driving. And the fact that my mom's a white lady in a position of power, that saved me. You know, mm-hmm. there was, you know, that's the real difference between me and Tamika. That, and that's a small difference. You know, Tamika yeah. didn't have a white, you know, a white mom to save her. And so I think Olivia realizing that, and I think, oh my gosh, 
Erica Vane, she just put out this video and she said like Olivia stepping more into her blackness, you know, and, you know, stepping and rejecting her, her privilege, you know, subconsciously is kind of rejecting her mother. And that was really, I think like really powerful because I think it's the truth. I think Olivia's starting to realize certain things about her privilege and, you know, I think trying to find her identity. I think both Jordan and Olivia are doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in a way that, you know, her releasing that body cam footage was her ultimately rejecting the privilege that exists yeah. and, you know, um, in her family and, you know, with her um, and also her stepping more into her blackness. And unfortunately, Laura is just a, a casualty of war, you know, and it's not a personal attack, but yeah. it just is what it is. And for me, I feel like I went off track, but I'm sorry. No, but no I feel like, um, uh, yeah, I feel like with Olivia, I, I don't know. I feel like it feels like a different, a different kind of development. I feel like it's more, I think for me, positive because I feel like it's not like she released it and like, you have I mean you have no no other way but to kind of own that I did this um and I just think uh, Olivia did what needed to be done that's just my my stance I'm sorry I am right there with you and my own thoughts about it and I I do like I I work in in diversity equity inclusion spaces and so I'm Mm. like burn it all down okay burn it all (laughs) down personal opinion um, but no, no, it is true. And one thing that I say as far as the character of Olivia is that she, right, she she thinks about wide-ranging ramifications when it doesn't have to do with her. <laughs> like, so like she when it when it comes to her own happiness, she she really like rejects things. But when when it concerns other people, I really do think that she she puts puts thought into it. And and for this specific this specific act of her releasing the footage I I do think that she thought it through because in that in that speech she has that part about about burning it down about rebuilding about about uh, about doing all of this stuff so yes she did it yes she's an impulsive impulsive teenager but for Olivia I do I do think that she thought it through and you know maybe she was subconsciously rejecting her mom i think she was definitely rejecting her like the privilege that she grew up with and definitely stepping more into her blackness and i love that for her i love that for her and uh, two two things so show wise i really don't feel like if we were only getting sort of negative repercussions from this that they would have taken that strong of a stance because what is it saying right that they're saying a strong message like defund the police and then only negative repercussions happen after that like that's messy and that's i would personally not like if they went that route because they broadcast to a lot of people and so don't you know don't muddle up the don't muddle up this message that is already very muddled up in in right. the real world um, right, so yeah, from the show sure. perspective, I just don't think that they would take that strong of a stance if it was only going to be negative. Um, and then number two, right, I just, again, like there are there are positives that I feel like can come out of this for for Tamika's family and, and for the city of Crenshaw. And I am really excited to see sort of how and the ways in which Laura will grow from this because I do think Me that too. she will grow. And I Me think too. that 
you know, we, number one, we haven't gotten to see much of Laura's development and much of, and we're starting to see more of Olivia's development. Eh, I have some thoughts on overall on the, how the women of this show are developed, but we're not going to get into that, to that today, but uh, yeah. <laughs> excited to see more of both of those developments and their development as, uh, as a mother and daughter, because yeah, I, that's, that's a relationship that I that I do root for on the show because we know Billy's not a dad. So. Oh God, and that's the thing. It's like with Laura, you know. I think a lot of people are like, you know what, Laura needs to needs to you know slap some people because yeah. Laura's taking it from all ends. And I'm like, I do get it. Like I feel for Laura in the sense of obviously she's you know, a bit absentee and a little bit forgetful, but not mm. intentionally. And I think yeah. if we're talking about in comparison to, to Billy. Billy, yeah, she's the better parent. And that's just what Definitely it is. better. But she's definitely she tries. Better. She tries. Yeah, that's she what tries. I always say. Like, I love Laura because she tries. Like, she's not perfect at it by any means, mm-hmm. but she tries. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like Laura is kind of in a way... Erica once again Erica Vane she pointed this Mm -hmm. out she kind of is like Laura is on like this little island by herself and I feel like Laura's definitely taking on a lot and having to deal with a lot and Mm -hmm. I'm not really understanding how to navigate it all my only issue with Laura is and I feel strong she's been kind of getting on my nerves recently you know (laughs) just kind of you know and it's only like small things obviously the whole was it the friend comment for Jamone (laughs) no because okay Uh so with that with that, you know, thing, I feel like, you know, obviously Simone and Moore were both on edge and they both took it out on each other because mm-hmm. everyone cares about Jordan. Everybody loves Jordan. Yeah. Um, and I think with Laura, okay, you have a right to be angry and mad that your son decided to get married to his girlfriend in high yeah. school, like, and that you're just finding out about it. You can be mad about that for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like her going hard in the paint about trying to get this marriage annulled. It's like, girl, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what's done is done. It's their choice to make. They're about <laughs> to graduate high school. You kind of just have to like, let things be like, if it doesn't work out, which it probably won't, you know, in terms of like, you know, high school marriage, like, you yeah. know, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? And going off to college, you know what I mean? Like, you like not priorities are different, especially in this last episode when there's literally people screaming for justice and you're worrying about annulling. Right, them. exactly. It's kind of just like let it go. Like at the yeah. end of the day, they did it. It's done. Like let it be. Like, and I feel like you're once again focusing on you're trying to go so hard because once again you fail to clue into your kids and you don't know what's going on with them. So now you're trying to overcompensate. Let it go. So that was getting on my nerves with the whole annulment thing, which I think that makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that, that that part about I like how you phrase that overcompensating and she she does that that is something she does that, that a lot. Her. She she overcompensates when she's when she's worried that she's not she's not connected to her kids. And so I, I hope that they explore that more. Me too. And like I really hope they really I really hope they uh I think it's a perfect opportunity to really dive into Laura as a character because I feel like my issue also um, with Laura, specifically in episode 11, for me, it didn't sit right with me that she, because you're the DA mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're handling this case. Like you're, you know, your job is to really prosecute this case. And I feel like you had every 
every you know capabilities of releasing this body cam footage yeah. and bump the public like to her to Tamika's family like you don't think they have a right to know what happened to their daughter like yeah. even if you needed to release that separately and privately with, with Tamika's family like just to not release it at all when a it's evidence like why do you not feel like you need to release that and I mm -hmm. feel like that's a problem that you know you just don't kind of see how that's an issue and then in her conversation with Olivia um towards the end of the episode where she you know is saying well I grieve for Tamika's you know mother every single day but you and Tamika's situations are different it's like okay so now we're tapping into the blissful unawareness yeah the ignorance that you have that moment. <laughs> as a white woman and that for me because you're blissfully unaware and ignorant which a I have a problem with because you don't have the luxury to be unaware like you mm -hmm. have two black kids like you just you don't have the luxury in the room like this yeah. affects you directly and for you to think that Tamika and your daughter's situations were different, that's an issue. Cause that means yeah. that you you don't know, like you're not tapped in. And, you know, I think it's, it's sort of a, a problem with, I think white people as a general yeah. that they're unattached, they're removed from that. It's like, mm -hmm. if it doesn't affect them, which it doesn't affect them, then they don't have to really, really worry about it. And I feel like even when she said, I grieve for Tamika's mother, okay, you might grieve for her mother as a mother. But as a black woman grieving her black daughter and the reason why her daughter was killed was because she was a black woman, like yeah. you can't relate to that. And that's your privilege and, you know, just your kind of lack of understanding because you don't really have to understand that feeling because you don't mm -hmm. have to go through it. Yeah. But not really because you have a black daughter. So that's what I have an issue with with Laura and just the way that I kind of felt like you not releasing that footage for me feels like you are trying to protect these cops mm -hmm. and that's an issue for me because you having black kids and they both have had interactions with the cops that could have ended yeah. really badly for them and the only reason why it didn't was because it was a good day and also because of the fact that their their um, mother is a is a white woman in a position of power I feel like that should play into your into you like being in a position of in a position of power directly in the system trying to not fuel the system that already doesn't protect us as black yeah. people and already oppresses our black lives but trying to make it a little bit better trying to change it one step at a time and I feel like with Laura that conversation was an kind of an eye-opener to me that oh like I don't know if you are really trying to protect Tamika's family. Like it looks like you're trying to protect these cops. And so that was my issue with Laura. And I feel like she was brushing Olivia off, not maybe on purpose, but that's, you can almost that's argue. That's how it as, came out. It's, yeah, you could almost argue as, as problematic, you being mm -hmm. very unaware of how, you know, what you're saying doesn't line up to your actions. Yeah. You could say that you grieve for Tamika's mother, but your actions show us that you are trying to protect these cops because why yeah. else hold on to that footage? You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I kind of feel like I can't be mad at Olivia for doing no. what she did. No. And I, I definitely think that conversation with her mom, again, opened her eyes to revealed another level of her privilege because I don't think that at the time she thought that her mom would have said something like that. And I also like, we're, these are very deep issues obviously because the show has to they get into right. deep issues but that's also a very like normal family thing when you realize that your parents aren't perfect 
and not, not to say that she thought that her parents were perfect, but there's, you know, there, there's levels to that. And you, you realize like the ways in which your, your thinking is different, maybe from your families and how you, how you grew up and what you've learned growing up. And you really start to come into that. And that's really sort of, it can be jarring. Um, and we saw that what, what Olivia did, did with this and did with her sort of newfound knowledge was just like, again, make an active decision that like, I know this could potentially affect my mom. So of course she knew that it could affect her mom, but she was just like, but I'm at a point right now where getting justice or 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 attempting to get justice is is more important than what could potentially happen to to my mom's career. And as she should. Right. And that's as how I should. feel about it. I'm like, I can feel for Laura personally because at the end of the day, that's her daughter yeah. and she you know she can feel betrayed and, and they will work it out like it's tv like it'll be fine right i mean but i do think it is it's going to be interesting to see how it affects yes. and how much because i kind of feel like there's been a big disconnect in the baker household just at, in general and it's so much more than the parents don't see what's going on with the kids it's yeah. like i think it really does play into the fact that it's an interracial relationship the yeah. mother is white the dad's black and sort of the fact that you know, identity and, and sort of these two kids trying to figure out their identity and figure out who they are and like, you know, really struggling with, I think, their own blackness because mm -hmm. they sort of have been removed from it being in Beverly yeah. Hills and the fact that their father really was trying to run from his own roots, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not being really introduced to it. So they're all, they're, they're both kind of coming into it, you know, at this stage as teenagers. And, you know, it, it's, it's been really interesting to see just in different ways. I mean, Jordan, took his ass to Crenshaw to go get advice from like he could would not get off the couch for two weeks and then when he finally decided to get off the couch decided to go to Crenshaw to go see Spencer like that just shows that Jordan was really you know looking and seeking for Spencer's perspective and just yeah. like in the world of Crenshaw like that and you know even in that way Jordan is kind of navigating and coming into his own blackness in a way so as mm -hmm. they both are coming into themselves it's obviously starting to play out where that's why I say like, or, you know, going back to Erica Vane's point that she is subconsciously rejecting her mom because her mom is the symbol of the privilege in her life. So mm -hmm. it's not a personal attack on Laura, but it, it can feel that way. And I understand it. Um, but I think this is a, a case where Laura as a white woman, you know, you can, be in your feelings and and feel hurt and feel betrayed or are you going to step outside of all of that and really understand why your daughter did what she did yeah you know what i mean because it's easy i think as white people to be very defensive and very entitled to their own feelings and they don't hear anybody else yeah. you know they just won't allow themselves to see things from a different perspective and laura this is laura's opportunity to do that yeah. Because at the end of the day, your daughter, I don't think, did what she did to hurt you. No. She did it, I think, as a way, like, not, I feel like she did it just as much as, just as much for Tamika and the Black community as a whole as she did it for herself. Like, she didn't, I don't think, just did it for Tamika. I think she did it for herself. I think she, like, like I said, did it for the, like, the Black community, obviously, as a whole, because I think it just affects all of us, you know, we're all connected in that way. And I think, you know, and, I feel for Laura on a personal level, but yeah. business-wise, she'll be all right. Business-wise. Okay? She's a white That's woman crazy. in America. That's, she'll be all right. Yeah. And I think to to that point, I love how this 
this really became sort of I know, where, right? the, the Baker's character development as a family because we know right. their issues. We didn't touch on Jordan and Billy as much, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, it's about the ladies, anyways. It's, it's about the ladies. <laughs> and so yeah, so it. I again will be interested. Your 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 last point around Olivia choosing not just Tamika and 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 you know the black community and 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 herself again this is me the uh, the, the helper that live is right. <laughs> but also in a way right if we're talking about like subconscious unconscious mm-hmm. also her mother right because she mm-hmm. left that conversation we know that Liv protects her mother she did it with her dad she did right. it when when jordan was having his issues with her mother and she was reassuring her um and, and Lily, she, yeah, grandpa, choosing she will always choose violence with grandpa she's not here for him uh, side note one of my favorite lines of this season was and then i can invite my mom to the cacao right because it's just kind of like you always want to you're coming into her out her, in her house multiple yeah. times saying she's not invited to the cookout when you're he's, not invited to the cookout nobody wants you mess. in the cookout and, and i'm sorry another side note and i know we gotta end this conversation too because right. we're running up on time but grandpa yes. was people were like like, oh, they Jordan and Olivia need to spend some time with Grandpa Willie. No, they do not. No, the man who tried to not. get money from Jordan, the man who right. was messy from the very jump. No, no, that man. He's not going to teach them anything. No, that man does nothing but cause stress and problems. He's messy, as we've seen. A Literally. messy old man who has his own issues. He's exactly. And he just brings negativity. We, negativity no, all the time. Like Jordan spent his time with Grandpa Willie. Exactly. Like, no, thank you. And We're Olivia done. would just, she would just go off no. on all the time. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, what was I saying? I don't even remember. Oh, but just their their character development as a family, I do feel like because she has so much love for her mom, like she is also in this way sort of blowing up her mom's world in a way that's just like, I'm also going to teach you about your own privilege because that's what this ve- like right. that's what this vehicle of the storyline is for. And so whether mm-hmm. she did it like consciously or unconsciously, it's mm-hmm. also a way for her mom and her and their entire family, right, to have a conversation about privilege and them, you know, being being a biracial mixed household. And so I, I I'm looking I, forward to how the writers write that. I agree. Me too. I feel like I've said. You know, it's easy to be like, oh, Lord, it's really about to go down. You know, this is really about to be bad. But I feel like it might be a real blessing in disguise for the Baker family, because I feel like, like I said, there's been a major disconnect and it goes deeper than just sort of the obvious and the surface. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's conversations that need to be had. And I think as much as it's this, it's this is, you know, Olivia's awakening in a way, it's also Mm -hmm. Laura's awakening. And it's going to be really interesting to see if we really, you know, get some obvious, obviously we've, um, we've seen the conversation or we've seen that there's going to be a conversation with her and Grace, which I think Mm -hmm. is so needed. Yes. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I think it might be the best thing for Laura and Olivia's relationship as mother and daughter moving forward. Obviously not, you know, not immediately it's, it's gonna get worse before it gets better but there's right. better is going to come i truly exactly in hindsight it's i think going to this major rupture is it's gonna bring their be family closer i think the best thing yeah because mm-hmm. there's just things that need to be talked about and discussed laura obviously needs to educate herself and really mm-hmm. check herself mm-hmm. as much as you know we, we're starting to see olivia start to check her own privilege 
Um, and I think it's only going to be a development of that. And you know what really bugs me? I don't know if you see this, but it really bugs me. Like some of y'all out there, like, I don't know if you understand the protagonist of the show is a Black man, a young Black man in America. <laughs> and for you to think that Black Lives Matter and, you know, these racial issues were not going to be touched on in this show is a little bit jarring to me it's very strange because it's not not anything that they haven't done from the first season so that's just nonsensical to me the people who have those and it's like in one sense i understand us as a black people as a collective it's just it's draining and exhausting at this point you know we have to see it every day we have to live through it every day this kind of black trauma and black pain mm-hmm. and there's become more of an issue with it being capitalized more in content and in, in, in film and mm-hmm. the fact that it's always the go-to and I get it but I feel like I don't have a problem with it as long as it's done in a way that is pushing the conversations forward and that in a way that is it, you know these stories are being told from a very human level and I think mm-hmm. we've seen all American like the writers have such an amazing grasp on that and they're not doing it to glorify it but these conversations have to be had. We have black characters on the show. So for you, yeah. why is it such an issue? Like it and is it, what it is. To that point, which is why I'm like, there better not just be negative repercussions because do not say defund the police on network television and then come with negative repercussions only. We're right. not doing that. We're not doing that. No, Please. which I don't think it's all going to be. I mean, obviously, exactly. you know, there's going to be the case. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You don't want it to affect the case. And I mean, there's, there's going to be fallout. I don't think it will either but you know I think you're we would be naive to be but I think as much as they're going to be like you know uh maybe some negative and some major you know uh falling out shifting, there's also going to be dynamics yeah there's also going to be some good positives yeah, yeah for sure so I, I I'm definitely looking forward to uh this Black Lives Matter story arc that's coming up in these next couple yeah. of episodes I'm here for it. I feel like people just like to complain because I've just seen a lot of complaints. Oh, not enough football. Oh, there's too much teen angst and romance and drama. Oh, now we're dealing with Black Lives Matter. Why couldn't they just spend one episode? Like, it's just like, listen, either watch the show or don't watch it, but don't like, like kill the joy for the people who do. I'm personally loving the pace and sort of the, the, the way that the second half of the season is going, we've gotten so much drama and angst and emotion, and we're still getting at that in the second half, but I am a fan of sort of what we're talking about in this second half of the season and just yeah. enjoy it. Like, okay, like just relax. It's a good know? reminder for me. I feel like Olivia has been taken through the ringer in all of season three. So I'm just like, can we give her some happiness please in the next five episodes? But yes. Mm-hmm enjoying enjoying the subject matter enjoying it 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 has been a really sort of entertaining way to see to see stories be told yes for sure sure. and at the end of the day we want olivia to be healthy thriving we want her to be in a good space and i'll be bringing it back like always olivia baker will always defend her will die on that hill right (laughs) i've you know been less quick to sort of jump the gun for her like all the time i'm glad really skeptical things we and we gotta call her out and you gotta call her out you can love like i said you can love a character and still be like you know what sis you're tripping and i think 
Olivia, there's been a lot of those moments, but I feel like, I, I really feel like it can only go up from here. I feel like you've seen her at the lowest, and I'm not saying that all of a sudden she's cured, because, you know, they've done very well at depicting how nuanced and complex addiction can be, and she's definitely not going to not have missteps moving forward, but I feel like, in a lot of ways... You know, I feel like she's going in a better direction than she has been. Yeah. You know, where I kind of feel like she's getting development in season two, but I think was still not good internally. Yeah. And a lot of stuff like that she just wasn't working through manifested and came out in the ugliest and darkest of ways. So mm-hmm. I think that honestly feels like a better, like a better path of development for her as a character. And I'm here for it. I'm here yeah. for her being like, I'm about to burn all of this ish. Oh, same. Oh, same. And whoever's in it, I guess you're going to be in it. And it's like, Lord, I'm bringing you down with me because awesome. you got to, you got to come down too. <laughs> and that's what that's she did weird. when she released that footage. That's 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 a good note to like be like that's where we're at. We're not mad. We're not mad at all. Thank you again for listening. Uh, with Diane and I just had such a fun time talking about uh, Olivia and, and Laura and where we see them right now in season three. Uh, I hope that you stay tuned. I'm not sure when it's going to drop exactly, but we're going to be talking about Layla and Olivia soon. So stay tuned for that episode. And we'll also be talking about uh, sort of all American in relation to in relation to some of the other TV shows like teen drama TV shows that we see. So we're, we're, we have both of those conversations coming up. So I hope that you all tune in for that. Uh, thanks again for listening and take care.